final destination. All skills on. No odd job. Slappers only. You heard of video game music? I have. Alright, there we go. We've come a long way since Pac-Man. Welcome to, to Slappers Only. Uh, <laughs> the first game to ever have music in it. Pac-Man. Welcome to Slappers Only, the podcast where we've done three episodes of it and we still don't know how to start the episode. I'm Jordan. I'm Max. And this is Snake Eater. Now, I'm, ple- I'm pleased to admit, in order to prepare for this episode, I did eat a tree frog. You did? <laughs> you have you have 20 seconds. I, yeah, I, I am. My vision is blurry. I'm covered in sweats right now. But damn it, I am in the mood for the podcast now. Well, it's as the song says, someday you'll feed on a tree frog. So you've, as, it, it, as, as it turns out, that's August 8th. You're a method podcaster. Right, yeah. Like like for the for the Egypt Ark of Yu-Gi-Oh, I fly I fly to the pyramids every week. Every week, just like on On Cinema, yes. Um, just, yeah. So we're rolling back the clock. The year mm-hmm. is what, nineteen sixty sixty four, I believe. Sixty four. Yes. And we're in the famous famous Russian jungles that exist. Mm-hmm. And we love it. Um let's talk about Snake Eater. Let's talk about Sneeder. Sneeder. I've been calling it Sneeder. Like for the past two weeks, um, because I, it's just the funniest thing you could call a video game. It's it's a very logical way to combine the titles in a way that's like everyone still knows what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's also but, very funny. Yeah, like I can't think of many games that have like the word snake in the title outside of Metal Gear, and I can't think of any games at all that have the word eater in the title. So it's just like kojima got it eater is a eater is a word that is very difficult to put into a game title and i challenge um every other video game to to give it a try the only (laughs) okay in xenoblade chronicles you get a power called monado Mm -hmm. eater like it's one of your monado sword powers so you eat the whole sword it's my favorite game i do not remember what that power does is it not just a carnival trick where where the boy what's his name shulk Shulk, yes. Yeah, Shulk just puts that whole thing down his gullet to show off. I mean, it's not like a sharp sword. It's in, The blade is energy, so you theoretically could swallow it like no problemo. Is it hot? Uh, I think I'd like to imagine it's like pleasantly cool to the touch. <laughs> Science dictates that energy is hot, so there, there's just no way about. to tell. A lot of people are saying that that Shulk could eat the Monado, but no one is quite sure yet. But but we but we do know is that Big Boss or I guess Naked Snake could eat a tree frog. Yeah, and it he, wouldn't he, be it wouldn't be good for him. He could eat a lot of different know. things. I mean, here's the thing: our, our boy has been through. He's he's been shot about as many times as Guido Mista has over the course of about the same time span. Yeah, as like like the Virtuous Mission and Operation Snake Eater, I feel like it's about a week total, and that's like the same amount as Part Five. So I feel like the the Guido Mista colon Naked Snake uh, getting shot ratio is about even. That's true, but Mista never fed on a tree frog, and that's why. Uh, well, I that's why that's why snake he's not the leader better? of the mafia. I guess that's true. Have you when when did you play this game first? I I played this game back in. Let's see. When did the PS3 collection come out? 
Was that like oh, the HD twelve ish? Something like that. Yeah, I played it. I played it in college. Yeah. And like a lot, a lot of my memory of college is hazy, not because uh, of consuming any. Um, it was because uh, you were feeding substances. on all of those tree frogs. Well, it was because I was depressed, but that too. Yeah, it'll but, that'll make you depressed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I like frogs. I'll, I'll eat gummy frogs, and I'll take joy in that. But real frogs, no, they're no, cool. no. They didn't do nothing to me. But no. I did. I did watch a little bit of LPs. Um, and I and I mentioned to Jordan before we started recording that I realized about like half an hour before recording. So I was like, oh, I could have just been playing the thing on my 3DS the whole time. Because, like, my computer is not great enough to um, legally um, imitate PlayStation 2 hardware. No. it's a, The PS2, it's a tricky one to, to legally uh, run on your PC to get the PC ports working. Um, yeah, the, the official legitimate PC ports of every PlayStation 2 game. I played this game, of, like, a year ago for the first time, and I really liked it. And then I just blasted through it uh, last week, so that was fun. It's a good video game. I like it a lot. It's a really good video game. Can it's you the best Metal Gear Solid game, I think. I was going to say, like, I find it hard to believe. I mean, I can understand why people would think that this isn't the best Metal Gear Solid game, but I personally cannot fathom thinking otherwise. Like, well, maybe two. It's either two or three, and I like three more because it has a better camera. So yeah, like ga- gameplay wise, five is my favorite just because you can do like it's just the world is your clam. You can do a whole lot, but like yeah, story wise, like nothing holds a candle to two and three in my eyes. Do you know the thing? So I've been, I I played a lot of two. Uh, on, I'm sorry, I played a lot of three this week, last mm-hmm. week, um, and because I was using my uh, my trusty PC port that has quick saves and quick loads. I was doing a lot more experimentation than I did in my first playthrough. You get a little you nutty can, with it. You can get real nutty with it in that game. You know, people say that like in Metal Gear Solid 5, you have a million options. You can blow up the food storage in the base and then the next time you come back through all the soldiers are hungry and then you can leave them a tasty tree frog snack and it'll die. Yeah. I That's like just something I, you can do. You can do that. You can you just tranquilize a snake. Just put it in a bag, leave it out for someone to get, and then boom, you got a live snake on your hands. You can set the clock two weeks forward and make the old man die. <laughs> but the problem with that is you don't get to see him pop out his dentures real good. So. You don't get to see his funny teethies, teethies fly out. It, it, it's really, you're doing, you're doing yourself a disservice. Congratulations. Exactly. You, you didn't struggle. You cheated, you you cheated, cheated not, only, not the, only the game, but you yourself. You cheated not only the end, but yourself. The Kojima's the man who invented you cheated not only the game, but yourself. You didn't grow. You didn't improve. You didn't see the old man's teeth fly out of his face. You see his fun parrot. <laughs> yeah. Say grandpa, grandpa. This game's fun. It's weird. It's, it's a very it's, weird game. It's... It's delightful. Like, I, I, I know, like, I'm not, you know, I don't like the idea of praising auteurs for just doing what they do. But, like, Kojima in some points is just, like, on it. And it's great I, to see. I think the the thing about this game, and we'll talk about it um, more as we talk about the music. First of all, obviously, this entire game is like a, a James Bond spy yeah, movie oh yeah. pastiche. Um but I don't know the limits of where Kojima thought that the story he was making was cool and epic and where he thought the story he was making was really funny and silly and over the top. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, the 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 winning formula right. of this it, game. It, it blends together so well that, like, almost all the time you're able to find, like, 
you go before, you're looking at a scene and say, okay, I can see what the cool parts is, I can see what the funny parts is, and it just combines to, you know, greater than the sum of its parts. And then, of course, it and after this crazy, silly, wacky game, it gets, like, the super emotional gut punch ending. Oh, yeah. And then you're just like, well, what was even the, what was even the game? Yeah. I got tricked. I got tricked the whole time. Do you want to talk about some music, though? Let's do it, Jordan. I cannot Who wait. Who started, whose turn is it to start? Because um, I think it's my turn because you started. Yeah, you you went yeah. first with Halo Two, I believe. Yeah, um, that is. I believe you're correct. Actually, technically, yeah. Matt went first, but he doesn't count. So he doesn't count. He doesn't count. He's he's not a host. It's fine. Um. Oh, I'm like. See, I my cho- I, I mentioned to you earlier. My choices are a little um like. I tried to get a little wacky and wild with my choices this time. Uh-huh. You wanted to I, get a little nutty with it. I wanted to get a little nutty with it. I wanted to see if we could, like, chicken ourselves to the point where we, like, exclude, like, the really big hitters. Oh, we, you di- we didn't. We didn't? Sorry. Okay, all right. Okay, that's okay. No, that, that's good, because I feel like then then I... If I, you're I, getting nutty with it, I'm not zagging. doing the... Oh, real quick, before we get started, I just want to say, of course, this is, uh, this, this score was composed by uh, Norihiko Hibino, uh, the Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 composer, and then, mm-hmm. of course, Harry Gregson Williams, who has done all of the main ones, I think, and also Shrek. So he didn't, do, he didn't do five. He didn't do five, and he did do Shrek one through four, so that's something yeah. important to know about him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Some, would say, some would say the stories of Shrek 1 through 4 are better than the story of Metal Gear Solid 5. I liked the part in Shrek the 3rd when it when it took place in 1964 and it was about Shrek's dad. Yeah, that was I, something I, that a lot of people didn't appreciate. I um, like the part in, in Shrek 4 where, like, for some reason he just got, he was getting old really, really fast. Well, the thing but is, like, is that when they made Shrek 2... They did a they did a twist partway through the movie where Shrek becomes this hot man, this like attractive mm-hmm. man. <laughs> the and movie's about donkey at that it part. It didn't it didn't resonate with the gamers when Shrek Shrek turned into an attractive man. Uh, that was not the Shrek that people knew and loved. The sort of the sort of large hunched over ogre that we got familiar with in the original. So then the uh, creators of Shrek said, "Well, in Shrek the Third, we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of subvert your expectations, and it'll it'll be about a different Shrek, Shrek's dad." Yeah, but he looks exactly the same. Is the strange thing about it? It I was guess that's cool how genetics the, work. It was cool at the beginning of Shrek Two when it started with an extended uh, virtual reality mission where Shrek is sneaking onto a, a tanker. <laughs> Remember when Shrek fart lo- fought Lord Farquaad, whose swords were Democrat and Republican? Farquaad got eaten by a dragon, and that dragon was called uh, the House and Senate. <laughs> that was something that a lot of people don't know about Shrek. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I hate to I hate to um to cut this little bit short, Jordan. But if you look down, um, I've just fired a dart into your leg that contains the venom of the Brazilian wandering spider. Oh. 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 Because we're talking about the fear. The fear. <laughs> This was on my honorable mention, so it's not a sl- same slap for me, but I, I see you, I'm nodding, I like this it's, song a lot. M- maybe if it's an honorable mention, it's a similar slap. It's a se- <laughs> close slap. Yeah, a close what do you, slap. What, do you, what strikes you about the fear before the, before the, uh, I've already eaten my tree frog, and now I've got the venom of a Brazilian wandering spider 
coursing through my veins. So before I open the survival viewer, uh, yeah. what do you like about this song? I I think the first thing that strikes me is like I mean it's not a weird time signature, but it's 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 not like a four four. It's like a one two three one two three. I guess you could you could argue it's a waltz. It's a three um, four time. Yeah, it's a it's a three four time signature. It's like it and I I feel like it's hard to talk about a lot like. I don't know. The the music in this game is very cohesive and that almost every single song uses the exact same instruments. Just yes. Like, it's got the, like, like electronic it the, drums. It's the electronic the drums, like the sort of guitar. jungle whistle. That um, jungle flute sound effect gets so used. Good. It gets used in, I think, almost every song. It, it's there's good like, as the thing. It would be like it would not be out of place if like Snake was sadly saluting at the end, and then the jungle yeah. flute just played one last time. Just to, yeah, just it'd to be like oh, a callback to your good times oh, in the jungles of Russia, <laughs> the famous Russian tropical jungles. Um, but it, um, yes, it, it's good. Something I love that Harry Gregson Williams does. He'll put like drum and bass style beats in his songs that you yeah. wouldn't think would fit, but like you hear like a. It's just like, oh, yeah, ooh, ooh, I'm fighting a boss. I'm fighting a weird, like, boneless, invisible man. <laughs> just a guy that kind of folds himself into all shapes and sizes. He just, he's just packed full of darts, this guy is. <laughs> he's just kind of a kind of a JoJo character to me. Like, he's one of the, like, the or- original, like, Dio-style vampire guys mm-hmm. who are like, I can break my arms and legs and do all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. This fight's, this fight's a fun fight if you have the goggles. <laughs> And if you don't, yeah, that's a, a, that's a big asterisk on that too. <laughs> yeah, if you don't, you're a oof, ooh, ow, ooh, ooh ow, oh, all where's, right, where's all right. The this fear, is... the fear's in me. Where is afraid? It's it's like the classic source game, the hidden, the hidden, the hidden, the disguised. <laughs> Can't see me. Um, yeah, I like I like this song. I like the sort of dramatic choral bits that. The coral with the ch, not a like the p- yeah. pieces of ocean rock. You, you you fight the fear in a dried out seabed. Actually, you fight the fear. It's also in, in Russia. The, yeah, the, <laughs> I mean it would be is the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's uh, it's it's fun. I like it. Fear good. He might be my favorite of the the cobra unit. Uh, I mean my favorite's got to be the end, just because. Come on, you know, is a funny old man. He's just a funny old man, and you fight him for two weeks. I like that. Th- I like that the fear has um. Max cat eyes from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> One is just a little lopsided. <laughs> he just he's just doing karate moves to to show off for the yeah. for Snake. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> I mean, he does stand on his hands before you fight him, so yeah, it is kind of the exact. Down. He it's is great. basically the Nightman. <laughs> not to the be Nightman. With, not to be confused with the the icy uh, Night King who doesn't speak English. Um, what if the, what if the Night King broke his bones? That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be really cool. Alright, what what's, if, what's, what, <laughs> what if Snake good. didn't pay his troll toll? No, no. <laughs> okay. Um right, yeah, what what's your first pick, Jordan? I had to go with the obvious one because mm-hmm. because come on. So my my first pick is is Snake Eater. Perfect. I was I was banking on you dude. I give my
It was, uh, it's, it's not written by, you know what I noticed is that a lot of my favorite songs were not composed by Shrek composer Harry Gregson Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were mostly Norihiko joints, um, but that doesn't mean that Harry Gregson Williams' contributions to the soundtrack are, un- are not appreciated. So Snake Eater is the, is the uh, song that seeks to sort of emulate the James Bond opening song, except that it manages to be better than every single one of them in every way. And it's also about Metal Gear Solid, which is an extra bonus point. Um, it has lyrics, and they're very fun. Um, it There's a line about eating a tree frog, and we love that, mm-hmm. and going yeah. in the rain. What a thrill. What a thrill. Um, it plays before the game, and it also plays in the game. It plays in the game. Oh, what a delightful moment. So, first of all, there's the famous ladder that we all know and love. Where you climb a ladder. a ladder for two 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 entire minutes, um, and it plays the song, just the vocals, sung by Cynthia Harrell, I think her name is. Yeah. Um, and if you stop climbing the ladder, the vocals stop, and then the second you get to the top of the ladder, it goes, Snake Eater. And it's very it's, good. It's it's just, look, when you talk about dynamic soundtracks in gameplay... <laughs> That's what it. if what if what if the lady stopped singing when you weren't climbing the ladder? Thank you, Hideo Kojima. Great stuff. <laughs> Tr- the truly, other time, truly, this no long... one's brain is big enough to be able to think of that. <laughs> I'd like to see you try Miyamoto. You never come up with this shit. Mario's Mario's music will keep going as he climbs the ladder. Um, the other time this song plays in the game is when you're fighting the boss in the final boss fight, which is very, f- haha, it's funny, it's a boss fight and you're fighting the boss. I'm thinking um, about it. And it's like right at the end, the song plays, and then if you wait a little longer, then the lyrics come in. And, uh, something I don't know if I've talked about on this podcast yet is that when a boss fight music has lyrics in it, that's the, just the greatest thing in the whole world to me. It's, yeah, it, it's like, look, a boss fight music should either have a, a, an instrument solo of any sort. Or lyrics, ideally both. Both, exactly. When we talk about Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, that's just going to be my day. So yeah, oh yeah, like we're just going to pick the most like absolutely skull bashing tracks in that game. I just love this song so much, and I love everything about it, and I love every version of it. I like the uh, the like uh, backing vocals; they really sell the pastiche. The snake eater that yeah. happens in the background, and then of course at the end it's got the snake eater. Snake it just eater. like I said, it, it does the James Bond theme so well, but also so much better than every other James Bond theme. And the intro has a weird skeleton snake slithering around, and it's very fun, and I love it very much. Yeah, I I think what I like what puts it over other Bond themes to me is that it's like it's almost tongue in cheek. It's almost like it's yeah. like an emulation of the Bond theme, but it's also like almost a parody of the it Bond It is almost themes. a parody of it. It talks about eating a tree frog, Max. It, yeah, and like no serious song would do that. It just works so well because it, it really does capture the whole feel of the game. It's like, yeah, you're on a, a cool sneaky sneak James Bond mission in the jungles of Russia, but also have a little fun with it. Have a little fun with it, but what if there was more than meets the eye is something to ask yourself. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. What if this might be an emotional experience after all? Just something to talk about. Maybe, maybe, maybe this isn't just a fun video game. Maybe it says something. Does it? Does it say something? I think it's it's impossible to say either. It's way. impossible to say what Kojima meant for this game to mean. <laughs> what did Kojima mean by this? It means what if what if it was fucked up if you had to kill your mom? Oof! Ow! Ooh! Owie. That would be very my sad. boss. 
Al Oof Al, my boss. The only boss I respect. This is the venom of a Brazilian wandering boss. What's your uh, What's your second slapper? Uh, my second slapper. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit in the game. Mm. Um, this, this we're gonna go. We're gonna skip. We're gonna skip the virtuous mission. We're gonna go into Operation Snake Eater. Um, we're hanging out in Grozny Grad, but uh oh, a soldier spotted us. Battle in the base time. Same slap. Yes, there we go. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, this is, is this oh. one is I it's only Norihiko Hibino in this one. Um but it's just it's just like such a good job getting that like pure frantic energy blasting right away. See, I it's funny because it sounds to me that you have the alert theme, but I put specifically the caution theme. Oh I I, I put I got notes on both. Good. Because because both versions, I believe we we should and will talk about. Of course, the the alert theme for me. Um, I mean, again, it has it has like the the the, the pounding drumbeat you hear in all these songs. You have like the, the sort of guitar twanging throughout it, like horns and strings, flute, flute. everything. Snake the flute. Eater flute. I love like the sort of southwestern that like the southwestern guitar, sort of like almost like a Wild West showdown sort of guitar that you hear. Yeah, like a lot of the you know big fight songs in this game, but like everything mixes so well. In the alert theme, they do mix Flight of the Bumblebee yeah, into it. Yeah, why is Flight of the Bumblebee it's, in here? It, it what makes is it no doing sense. In there? It's so good. Uh, you see, well, 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 you see, Jordan. When Metal Gear Solid Five came out, they re- they retconned the lore to make sure that like Skullface was actually there the entire time. God, he was there the entire. Why? He was there the whole time, just just slightly off frame. He was. He just Snake didn't know his frequency, so he couldn't call him. But he was in the room with Sigint and Co. Yeah, and but but what, what we don't know is that this is actually a, a call forward to Metal Gear Solid Five, the mission where you get the, the the Bumblebee rocket thing. Have you considered? Have you considered that this hmm. is that maybe when you defeat the pain, the pain, the pain, he's he decided to uh, he stuck around. He didn't actually explode. He didn't die. And mm-hmm. this is his because his bumblebee bumblebees are they're flying. Oh. Kind of a flight of the bumblebee. Why is flight of the bumblebee in this song? I don't know. I'm not going to question it though because it's, it's pretty so cool. Good. <laughs> it's it's just like it's it's enough. And again, it, it it's almost funny the way it's in there. It's it's yeah. like you wouldn't expect this cool frantic like oh no I'm I'm caught I'm doing a fight but then it's like oh what's that we got some nice it's good it's really good it it also I. I wrote down like a tongue in cheek. If you're good at the game, you're never going to hear this. Song. I know, right? But like, I'm very bad at stealth games. Oh yeah, I, I do not play Metal Gear games on anything higher than normal. So I am often either hearing the fighting songs or I'm just sitting in a box waiting. And that's why I love the both caution themes. I guess there's maybe three. I think because there might be one when you're escaping through the forest with Eva. Um, yeah, which I sucks. Think there's three. But uh, then, but. Uh, the caution themes in this game are awesome. Uh, I could not decide if I wanted to pick the battle in the base one or the one that plays in the jungle before you get to Grasnygrad. They're both super good. Um, I picked the base one just because I like the uh, alert theme more. Um, mm-hmm. And I like the uh, 
the like cool drum beat that plays in the the caution menu. Plus, there's pizzicato strings, which is like, oh, yeah. oh it's just, we, we talked about this on the Halo episode. It's like Snake is he. It's it's a, really a song that just makes you feel like you're somewhere you shouldn't be. Yeah, and you're getting up to some mischief, and you're you're uh you know you're blowing it, it, up the food. One one of my notes is makes me want to do a heist. It makes you want to do a heist on Grozny Grad. It makes it's, you want to knock out a guy who looks like Raiden. Makes you want to wakes. <laughs> makes you. Oh, okay. This is. This, I mean, this is. I guess a little more relevant for the fear. But apparently, the design for the fear was like one of Raiden's original designs. Could Raiden break his arms, and so he could break his legs? Is a question. Hmm. Because I think I would have liked. <laughs> the I fear think broke the his arms, so Raiden could break his legs. <laughs> I I asked myself, I looked next to me, and I saw in the sand the footprints of two broken legs, and I said, where where were you, Fear? And he said, I was walking, I was carrying you so that you could break your arms. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I, I was in front of the camera so Raiden wouldn't have to, to hide his, his, his wee-wee from you. I asked, I asked the Fear how much he loved me, and he said this much, and then he stretched out his arms, <laughs> broke, di- broke and dislodged all of his joints, and then he died. And then turned into a billion poison darts. <laughs> and then he turned... <laughs> and then he turned into a billion poison darts. Um, and, I do want to say one thing yes. that uh, made it extremely hard to pick between Battle in the Base and Battle in the Jungle. First of all, music that affects the gameplay. Or the other way around. The gameplay affects the music. Yes. It's good. You know. Dynamic soundtrack. Immediately through the musical cues, whether you are sneaking or shooting. And that's yep. good. Mm-hmm. In the uh, In the... Battle in the Jungle, and I guess this could be an honorable honorable mention, but this is a good time to talk about it. The uh, yeah. caution theme perfectly syncs up to the countdown timer. I I, so, I love when games do that. It's so good. So like, and it also that one it it really just feels like a methodical like it's in three four time and it's just like do 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 and it just perfectly times up with the uh, countdown. It's so good. Yeah, it's it's like I I love when games do that. Like uh, Mario games do that a lot. You know, like Mario Odyssey did it, Mario Three yeah. World did it, Galaxy Two did it. Like the beat block Galaxy, but like I I love that. But I feel like that's like just so obvious. It's like where the music is tied to the gameplay. But with this, it's just like you notice and you're like, oh, this is just like oof. It's like, well, I, I almost said it's auditory ASMR, but I realize that's not what it is. It's just like I it it just like makes me feel very nice to see. It's like ah, it's like scratches an itch in my brain. It's, I mean, if you're just listening to the music divorced from the gameplay, you can imagine the gameplay through the music. Yeah, you just close your eyes and then all of a sudden you're big boss. You close your eyes and you're in the video game. And what's that? I'm wearing a VR headset and it's Ready Player One. Wow. Wow. Um, I'm I'm, I'm sad now. Shall I move on to my my third slapper? My second slapper. Second. Hit me. What if there was a a young boy? Uh Uh-huh. What if he was Russian? And what if mm-hmm. he was a cowboy? Yeah, this is something I've often thought about. Now, I, I I must say, me too as well. Revolver Ocelot is the most special, perfect boy that we've ever met of all time. He's in. A, I think he's in the most Metal Gear Solid games of every character. I think. He... I don't think anyone is in the series more than he is. No, it's him. It is him. He's, he's in, in almost he's in like every all five. game. He's in all five. He's not in Peace Walker, but he is in in. Uh, I feel like no one was in Peace Walker. No one's in Peace Walker except for Master Miller, and then uh, he's in one, two, three, and four. Yes, so we love him, and he's in five. 
Um, he's the weirdest strangest most wonderful gun he's a delightful little man he's just a delightful little man that we love and we love to see him get run over by a motorcycle and get owned all the time we love when uh snake is uh very sad in the oval office and he just looks out the window and ocelot is there making his ocelot pose at him it's the greatest thing in the entire game but when you have to fight the man Oh, when you have to fight Ocelot parentheses youth is what the song is called. So good. Here, let me explain let me, to you why I love this song. But before you explain to me, same slap. Oh hell yeah! Good, good choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, here's the thing. This song. First of all, we know that Ocelot is in Metal Gear Solid One and Two at the time of this game being released. Yes. There is no question that when you are doing a boss fight with Revolver Ocelot, neither Revolver Ocelot nor Big Boss (parentheses Snake) will die in this fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Impossible to say. So I think that the fact that this song is written in 6-8 time with this very relaxed groove, this like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, like kind mm-hmm. of thing, yeah, it's yeah. very laid back and it's very like chill. And it's it's just, it's less of a fight to the death and more like a showdown to see who's the better fight, it, the better gunfight. You, you could almost say it's a confrontation. It's a very spaghetti western, like, it's got the guitar, it's got all of the the bongos, it's just very laid back, it's so fun. And then, of course, you're doing the fight, and Ocelot runs out, and he reloads his gun, and he goes, ah, the thrill of reloading in battle. There's nothing like it. (laughs) Stop. He's just a fun little guy. He's just a fun, weird little, little man. He likes to meow. You know what one of my favorite videos in the world is? It What's was your when, favorite video? I don't know if it's my favorite ever, but it's like, it's up there. It's, it's up a video the from when, like, the Switch was coming out. Um, and it's a video of 1-2-Switch, you know, the sort of minigame party collection. Uh, yes. And it, that it's, everyone, um, everyone owns that one. We I, all paid $40 for it. Uh, 60 60 60 US dollars, you say. 60 US dollars for a glorified minigame collection that I bought and then sold to GameStop later. <laughs> uh, but it's a video of Hideo Kojima and um, Greg Miller from Kind of Funny Games doing the um, Quick Draw minigame. Okay. Have you, wait, have you not seen this video? I have not seen this video. Jordan, he. Does so, he so, do... so, you know, you know the Quick Draw, you know, like, of yeah, course, like, I, uh, yes. He Hideo Kojima hits it like immediately and then does it. No, and, like, blows off the Joy-Con. <laughs> it's so. It's hold on, hold on. No, we're gonna do this live. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna need a Hideo. I, I hate. I hate handing it to Hideo Kojima. You know this. I thought you were gonna say we you all... hate Greg Miller. No, I mean I. I mean I don't know much about Greg Miller, but I. The the concept of Greg Miller does not sit well with me. Yeah, all right. Um, I posted I posted the video by the way. I hate handing it to Gre- uh, to Hideo Kojima, but let's see. Oh, it's playing the music too. That's good. It is playing the music, 
And he's got his little cowboy hat he on. He has a cowboy hat on. I mean, okay, let's see. I love his Death Stranding shirt. It's playing the Ocelot song. It's Holy just... shit, what? <laughs> oh my it's... god. Kojima. You know that the reason he's so good at that is because he probably sat around in his office all day just like pre- pretending to quick draw like Revolver Ocelot. He did, so. he did the mocap for Ocelot's gun twirl. <laughs> he didn't, but he did, is the he thing. He did. It's just, yeah, I, I love, I love, oh, and it's just such a good theme. I want to highlight, um, when I was like, you know, listening to the whole soundtrack on YouTube, uh, a comment from YouTube user GD underscore the nine underscore tails. When you finish the game, dot, 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 you obtain a revolver, right? I did a cowboy fight with Ocelot, all caps. That was epic. That was me, epic. Me too, buddy. I don't remember re- obtaining a revolver when you finished the game, but... I could be I could be mistaken, but that was epic. Yeah, they, they might be thinking of Patriot, but I think you also I think on some difficulty levels you might get Ocelot's revolver as well. I don't know. That's Either way, shots, twelve shots enough to kill everything. And I, I love I love that. I mean, this is more the gameplay than the music. I just love that like the fight ends when he gets, he gets stung by bees too many times. He gets you can drop a lot of beehives on him. He does swat the bees by spinning his guns around. Uh, my all-time favorite Metal Gear moment is the fact that no one talks about that Big Boss is missing an eye because Ocelot juggled his guns badly and shot his eye out on accident. Yeah, that's something the a lot of people why. don't. He doesn't. It's... A lot of people don't talk about the the point when Ocelot juggles his guns and then shoots Big Boss in the eyeball. It's it's because every other time he does it, he does it so cool that we're willing to forgive him for that one transgression. Did you know that in the 3DS version, after you lose your eye, the 3D doesn't work for the rest of the game because because he lost his depth perception? That, oh my god, that's like un- unironically, that's genius. It's so fucking good. That's so good. <laughs> it's so dumb, but I love it. Oh, that's so good. Ah. All right, what's your what's what's your next slapper? All right, my my my, my next slapper, my final slapper. I'm um, I'm gonna zag on you a little bit. All right, again with this one. My first two were like you know sort of like battle, uh, you know sneaky sneak battle themes, but we we we've done with the battles. We've gotten shot a billion trillion times. We're covered in in darts and our like half our bones are broken. So I need to find a way to regain my stamina, and what better way to do that by pulling out my radio, radio. and turning to frequency 148.39 um, to listen to some surfing guitar. Do you know the problem I had with surfing guitar was that I didn't know about Healing Radio Station, and oh. I knew about the song forever. Like I knew the song was in the game, and I had no idea why. Yeah, it's, it's just like, song. why is this in the soundtrack? I don't it's remember. A good this. song is the thing. Guy Fieri is hunting for the finest snake meat in Groznygrad. It's just, it's it's just Dick Dale. It's just surf rock. It's just it's Dick so Dale. good, though. I, I've heard that the concept behind the healing radio is that it's supposed to be, like, Cold War-era radio stations just playing, like, Cold War-era music, I guess is the mm-hmm. idea behind it. Um, 
I love this song. I genuinely associate it more with uh, Chip Cheesum's Metal Gear lore, drunk lore video oh, that I yeah, do with those, Metal Gear oh. Solid 3. It's, Great video, like, highly it recommend it. I, I really wanted to, like, I, I knew I had to include one Healing Radio song, but it was, uh-huh. it was so hard to find out, like, the, my favorite one. They're but all I, good. I, I, I gotta hand it to Surfing Guitar by 66 Boys. I like to imagine 66, six, of them. 66 individual boys playing this one tr- song. That's the, that's the uh, if they ever make a Metal Gear Solid 6, that's gonna be like the boss. Like, there's the Cobra unit, and, you know, yeah. there's Foxhound, and then there's 66 boys, and there's just 66 of them, and they're all very hard to tell apart. And they, 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 they all, in the fear voice, number one, number, number two, two, number three. <laughs> What it? What if it was sixty six bullets? Ooh, sixty six mm. pistols. What if? What if Revolver Ocelot had twelve little guys? Oh my god! Something to think about. Just I'm just thinking about. Little... I will think about it every day. This is a promise. <laughs> twelve bullets enough to kill anything that moves. Just something. <laughs> just to let that stew on your Ocelot brain. Ocelot had such a fun time in Russia. I <laughs> I think about Ocelot's adventure every day. And I think about him uh, just flying it into an airplane and making it too heavy with his with his body. And I I think about the time where he kept the bullet that jammed in his gun and then wore it around his neck. And I think about this every day and I love him so much. He's just a normal Russian, traditional Russian boy. He he's he's on one side. He's he's a single agent. <laughs> he's a single. He's a single agent. He knows exactly what he's fighting for, and he has no other motives. Is the thing about Revolver Ocelot, and he's, he's got ve- a, a normal arm. That's another got, thing we love about. He's got a normal Ocelot. arm. He's very normal. He doesn't meow after does a cool gun trick. I mean, he is a Russian soldier. A, a Russian soldier would never meow. Is no, absolutely not. That's why he's just the most normal character. And then, sadly, when you get to Metal Gear Solid Five, he's all crazy and weird, and all of his fun quirks are still there, and that's great. Yeah. Thanks, Kojima. Thank, um, thank you, Kojima, for making him an actual cowboy. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, Surf Rock good, though. I Surf like it. Surf Rock good. Here's the thing. For my mm-hmm. final slapper, I'm going to zag on you because I'm deviating from my actual list. Okay. Oh, 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 we're going so off road. A song bumpy. that was not in the order that it was on has now taken over as my final slapper. What All if, right. you know, we've done a lot of killing and a lot of yes. violence. Snake has yes. been shot, but he's also shot many people. Yes. And much like The Last of Us 2 video game 2020, what yeah. if the game made you consider the consequences of your actions by making you encounter the ghosts of all the people that you killed? Oh no, I'm regretting my words and deeds. <laughs> what if you ate a vulture and the vulture said, you ate me, why'd you do that? <laughs> You, you have to reckon with every single cow you've ever eaten. This is the Sorrows theme song. greatest anti-boss fight the weirdest part of this game um i like spooky music in video games mm-hmm. i think i think that's an important uh, taste trope amongst uh, probably amongst you as well because you put earth temple theme on your uh yeah wind waker list i like i like a spooky 
like a spooky. This one is fun because because it, it's having a little bit of fun with itself, just a little bit. Like it plays like silly haunted house sounds. Um, mm-hmm. It plays, and of course, you can't really play the song without considering the fact that as you're going through the the scary haunted river, as the the spooky ghosts are showing up, some of them are going oh. Yeah. And that kind of just diffuses any tension in the atmosphere that you may yeah. possibly have ever had. It's like, you don't need to say anything. Just float there menacingly. I'm already feeling bad enough. Grandpa! 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 Um, but as you get the kind of ambient ghost music, then the classic D&B drum and bass picks up and it just kind of gets a whole new, whole new vibe to it is the thing. I, I I love that like if if you're you know a brain genius Metal Gear Solid three player and you do like a European extreme no kills run you just get a nice little jaunty run through a swamp here you get a jaunty run through a swamp where you get to admire the fact that you killed four bosses you, and you, then get, you get to revel in the fact that you only killed when the game forced you to low chaos mode <laughs> I think every game should have at least one section where you have to to walk through a swamp full of all the ghosts of the people you've killed. You you, like, you do it in a JRPG and it takes three hours because you grind it so often. What if Cooking Mama had to, there's a recipe where she encountered <laughs> the ghosts of all the animals that she cooked and ate. And then at the end it said, it said people for the ethical treatment of animals, do you get it? And, and it, it said that this, this this game was dedicated to the eighty samurai who lost their lives. <laughs> Shut up! That's the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing. We both beat Ghost of Tsushima very recently, and it's like I've never played a video game that has said something as dumb as it's we dedicate this game baffling. to the lives of some samurai who died eight hundred years ago. May you rest in peace. We dedicate we dedicate this game to the to fictional the brave, Russian jungle soldiers that you to so the brave killed with tree frogs. <laughs> the brave Mujahideen fighters. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good game. What would what would Kojima dedicate like Death Stranding to? USPS. <laughs> they would not be around at the time. After the uh, the whatever that event was called, I I love that game uh, unironically, even though it's one of the dumbest games I've ever played. But I can't remember anything about it besides no. He would he would you know what he would he would dedicate it to like the dinosaurs that lived and got stuck in the earth and turned into like the Death Stranding juice or whatever. He would he would dedicate it to like the iPhones that are no longer the. It's dedicated to the personal lives of all the people who were stuck at home looking at their iPhones all day and scrolling. And <laughs> this game is dedicated to the bridges we built and tore down between ourselves. <laughs> this game is dedicated to to all the funky little fetuses who didn't get to see this game be completed because they weren't conceived because everyone was staying at home on their cell phones. <laughs> this game is dedicated to coronavirus. This game is dedicated to the brave United States Postal Service um, who was sadly destroyed in the uh, beached event or whatever it's called. <sighs> yeah anyway sorrow the sorrow i wish he said it like that the sorrow i like, I like if he said it like eeyore from Winnie the, the, Pooh. Sorrow. the sorrow oh here do you want to hear my other brain genius theory about the mm, song so um you know how it's got the the drum and bass vibes the whole time yeah yeah, yeah. that's in the song but there's also this very like low kind of resonant drum that happens and it kind of picks up the beat um and to me, this is just mm-hmm. something that I was thinking, is it kind of sounds like a funeral drum. 
like a oh, funeral, like, 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 like taps the, or something. Like, like they, like it's a snare, but they pulled the, the snares out mm-hmm. and then they're just kind of beating this low somber march because it's a funeral for all the soldiers. That you... It's almost like we're all on the same side, the side of humanity. It's like, what if the Russian soldiers had American accents because at the end there were all just people. Something to think about. The human race. What if Johnny Sasaki shat his doo-doo ass is another thing to think about in this what very if... serious video game. I love that guy. Metal Gear Solid 6 should be about him. <laughs> they should make... If Kojima ever uh, gets the licensing back to Metal Gear Solid from Konami, please. 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 Please, please God. Please. Just anyone but Konami, please. I'll I'll take anyone. Um, I think it would be good if Metal Gear Solid 6 was just about Johnny Sasaki trying to uh, get over his uh, bowel issues. You just you just have the same sort of system in Death Stranding where you got to manage your level. You're but now you got two PP levels to manage. Well, it's like I mean I don't I I don't uh, I don't drink Monster Energy, but I know that it it wouldn't do wonders for your sort of situation. Um, oh, absolutely not. That stuff will like make you feel like garbage. So I think that maybe the question is, could Johnny Sasaki deliver a package while drinking the Monster Energy without just his entire bowels falling out along the wow. way? Which would make it easy to get back. Like, you wouldn't have to worry about uh, finding your way back once you That's true. left that you trail. Follow, you just follow the trail of breadcrumbs. <laughs> just follow the trail of loose stool. Oh. And that'll get you back to Port Knot City. I'm, I'm saluting you, Johnny Sasaki. I can't wait for... for uh, for when we do our Death Stranding episode and we just talk about which uh, fucking Church's song is our Yeah, favorite. we just talk about Low Roar and Chiverches. Yeah, Chiverches? Chiverches. Chiverches. We talk about which Low Roar song is the most fun to drop 100 pounds of cargo to. Oh god, to just like totally eat shit down the entire map. You mountain. know how like Yu-Gi-Oh has what's it called, songs to duel by or songs to... Yeah, yeah music, that, music to duel by. Music to duel by. The Death Stranding soundtrack should just be called like music to eat shit to. Yeah. <laughs> music to fall over to. BB Jams. BB Jams. Uh, I love Death Stranding, dude. It's so good. It's the dumbest video game I've ever played, but it also should, is so good. They should put Lou in Smash Bros. They should put... They should put... All of the, they should put just one of the the funny. Put the giant BT in Smash. No, I, I was gonna say, put what's his face. Put Troy Baker in. And Don't like, put Troy Baker in. Okay, no, no, he's floating in the background, but you control like the BTs he creates. Oh, that's a good idea. Now you, we're you just get talking the cool about line, death You get the weird hand head. I mean, you don't need to put any Death Stranding characters in because Princess Beach is already in there. That's true. I I hadn't considered Mario and Princess Beach are already in the game. Um, have we gone through all three slappers or all six I believe, of them? I believe we got the list of six. Do you have any honorable mentions? I do. I have two. I would have had three. You, you, we, we had same slot on Osloth Youth Tilda Confrontation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my other two, uh, one of them, CQC, the main title theme. Yes. You're, you're changing Snake's colors and all that. It's just like, it's, it's, it's not like a very obvious pick, which is why I didn't like bring it for my main one, but like. It it just it just really sets you up for it. You know, you get the nice like industrial beat. You get the jungle flute. You get like the the nice big like uh <clears throat> excuse me the techno bassline, electric guitar. Does the Metal Gear Solid a... theme play in that one? Does it surprise no, you? No, it's, it's a no. different one. It's a different one. Yeah, it's like 
it, it, it's the first song you hear after like the main Metal Gear Solid yes. theme in Snake Eater. It's yes. good. I like that. My other honorable mention uh, is Virtuous Mission, mm-hmm. which is you know the, the the Halo drop music. Sometimes no, we did Halo last last episode, Max. Ye- Right, yeah, I'm sorry, my mistake. I just I got my wires totally crossed. <laughs> Big Boss is the world's first ODST is the thing. Wow. It's true. Something to, something to think about. Do you think that Snake would volunteer for the Spartan 4 program? Uh, I mean... To serve his country? He, he hates war. Now, one of them really loves war. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> he would do it not for honor, but for you. <laughs> for me? <laughs> for just you, for Jordan. Me. Thank just you. for you. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. It's just like, I, don't know, I like it. I, I love how the music crescendos right as you jump out and you do a billion trillion flips on your way over like the he, Afghanistan. He did the, the, he did the Pakistan? Uh, wait, what? When, when you do the halo drop, you're flying over either Afghanistan or Pakistan into the USSR. Oh, okay. Now, Afghanistan's in Metal Gear Solid Five, so it must be Pakistan. Right. Yeah, I don't know Pakistan. shit about geography. Yeah, but you you do a bunch of cool flips. It's just like it's a cool intro where you see him's like put your cigar out, and then and of like, course oh. he he lands in the classic pose because circle theory. Yeah, and he says, "Kept you waiting, huh? Kept you waiting, huh?" Um, so hey, can I just say um that we've mm-hmm. gone an entire episode uh without doing the snake voice and saying the title of the 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 game that everyone always says, huh? Metal Gear. Oh, there you did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you, it, it, it's like the world's laziest sleeper agent activation phrase. Yeah. The, uh, my two, my two are, the first one is called Clash with Evil Personified. It's the yes. Turtle Vulcan boss theme. It's, it's probably the most intense boss theme in the game, except maybe the Shagahod one. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this song a lot because, um, first of all, it's very heavy on, like, distorted electric guitar and synth and stuff because he's got electric powers. He's, 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 a, he's a zappy man. He's kind of he's a zappy, zappy guy. Man. Now, the other thing I like is that Colonel Volgan likes to think he's the final boss fight, except that you fight him about three hours before the end of the game. Um, and he's basically the biggest loser in the whole story. The other thing, I just like that that he's he thinks he's the final boss, like, two hours before the game is over. Mm-hmm. And then you have to fight him a million times. But this time it's the first time, and it's also, like, the worst boss fight in the game, which is why I didn't rank this one higher, because I have no, no fond memories no. of this. My second honorable mention, and it's the most honorable of mentions because I I need to shout out a, a, a brave hero and a brave warrior. Yes. Um, in the Great Monkey Wars of of <laughs> 1964, a, a yeah. soldier a soldier named Solid Snake went to the jungle to retrieve some escaped monkeys that look suspiciously like the monkeys from Ape Escape. Mm-hmm. And when you see them, it plays. I said there's only a few alert themes in the game, but there's actually one more, and it's called That's Snake vs. Monkey. <laughs> Snake vs. Monkey. And it's so good. It's such a good song. It's got these crazy synths. It's got these these silly bongos. It's got some kind of monkey-adjacent noises. And it's not composed, but it's composed by someone named Kobo, I think mm-hmm. is their name. And yes. I don't know who they are. I think I tried to do some internet sleuthing, and they apparently worked on some rhythm games with Konami, maybe. Huh. I just need to let Kobo know that I see you, I respect your work, you did this one song for the Metal Gear series, and I salute you. I'm crying and saluting because no one I'm, appreciates- I'm, I'm doing the big boss salute. I'm doing the big boss salute for you because because no one appreciates Snake vs. Monkey more than I do. 
Um, and also I like, I like Snake versus Monkey because they have David Hayter doing like happy snake voice where he's like, got it. Yeah, it's gotcha. It's, I, the Metal Gear Solid series has such like fun batshit crossovers. It's, I mean, like Snake you have, Rathalos, you have this, or Rathian. You, you, you can fight a Rathalos, you can fight a monster that is like the Monster Hunter version of Metal Gear Rex in Peace Walker. <laughs> You can do Ape Escape in Metal Gear Solid 3. You can do Tony Hawk in Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> Games don't just, do that anymore. We need to bring it back. Start doing it again. Remember when games were fun and not like a morally compromising experience? <laughs> Remember when you could buy a video game and not feel bad about it? I don't. I don't. I just want to capture like, a funny monkey. Let's get fucking... I think that like... If anyone is the heir to the Hideo Kojima, like, classic Metal Gear legacy of being, like, so dumb that you can't help but love it, it's gotta be, like, Platinum Games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, let's yeah. get Bayonetta on a fucking skateboard, okay? Let's get Bayonetta <sighs> shredding around in Skater XL. <laughs> she has such long legs, she could do, like, the most insane She could do, like, a quintuple heel flip and it would not oh, even man. be a problem. Well, she has witch time, so she can she get, like, infinite combos God. so easy. Let's write Camille a letter and, and then he'll block us on Twitter, but, like, let's... He's already let's... blocked me on Twitter. He, I, I was taking, like, baby Japanese in, in college, so I, I tweeted at him, like, Hello, Kamiya-san, I really like Bayonetta and Beautiful Joe, thank you for making a good game. And then he was, like, <laughs> he, like, put it on his Twitter, and I was like, hell yeah, I didn't get blocked by Kamiya. He um, deigned to give you one like. He gave me, he clicked like once, and it was the greatest moment in my life. Um, but let's, let's, let's become fluent in Japanese, and let's go to Osaka, and let's pitch this idea of... Let's put Bayonetta on a skateboard right now. Right now. It has to happen. This will Cancel Bayonetta 3. Let's put her on a skateboard instead. I mean, we don't know that she won't be skateboarding That's in Bayonetta That's true. 3. Maybe instead of a new hairstyle, she just has a cool board. God. That would be so good. I don't re- know. I don't remember why we're talking about this now, but now I just want to talk more about Bayonetta on a skateboard. We're talking about but fun I, crossovers. I'll st- I'll, oh, yeah. It was about fun crossovers. But I'll stop myself for now. It was, it, yeah, we're talking about Ape of Scape. I'm sure one day we'll do Bayonetta, so... Bayonetta so. music rips. Bayonetta has such a good soundtrack. Yeah. All right. Um, do, um, we, those... do we settle on our the best lap now and then do audience submissions? Yes. Or is the other way around? So okay. let's just do our classic our classic uh, technique of counting to three and saying our favorite song, and then we'll probably... I feel like... I, I My mission was to, to pick a surprise song for this, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's just go. Let's do one... Do you got it? Two. Yes, you got I it? got it. Okay. One, right. two, three. Snake, Snake Eater. Eater. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, our mission was to find a better song than Snake Eater, but the problem is, is that I... don't know if we can. You're fighting the boss, and then the Snake Eater song says, I give my life not for honor, but for you. And I and I look at it, and a single tear rolls down my eye, and I nod, and I say, I salute. And I I, I do get it. it. I it's do just it. like, it's such a good song. I love that they remixed it. In the new Smash Bros. game, even though it doesn't have lyrics, it's still good that Smash Bros. gives more respect towards Metal Gear than, than Konami, Konami does. does. <laughs> give, it's, any, it's just, give it to anyone else. Don't anyone. even give it to Kojima. Don't even give it back to Kojima. He doesn't deserve it. Give it to literally anyone else. Literally no one in the world could make a worse Metal Gear game than Konami could. Like, like name name anyone. Metal Gear Survive buried the bar into, like, the upper mantle of the earth. Bethesda could make a better Metal Gear game. 
Give it to okay, fucking now, Arcane. Now I'm, I'm, I'm so, I am starting to break out in cold sweats now that you've said that, though. Give it to fucking Arcane. Oh let's, my god. Let's... <laughs> Oof. Give it to anyone. Give it to, like... Give it to, like, Devolver Digital. Oh my they'll god. Do, they'll Just do get something like an, crazy. Get, like, it. an indie game, indie studio, to, I mean, to own the one lucrative property that konami has left besides their pachinko machine give it to game freak give it it to game theory give it to matt pat of game theory he'll give it to the pope let's see what matt pat will do if he has the license to make his own metal gear games and peek inside his twisted mind let's see i i'm saying it matt cat matt pat could make a better metal gear game than konami could without kojima and a I'll finger on the ape escapes paw curls. <laughs> new head writer. Konami hires new head writer, Matt Pat. Only the, the only person who could re- create a more twisted mind creation than Hideo Kojima himself. He would just find a way to make it link back to Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, God. We've really gone off on a tangent. Let's calm ourselves down by listening to our wonderful listeners' uh, feedback and their opinions and facts. Yes. So we uh, we have a Twitter at sl- at Slappers Only Pod on Twitter. Um, I make we make a post on the Twitter uh, announcing what game we're doing and opening the floor to suggestions. So you can uh, because we're objectively correct. We're objectively correct with uh, Snake Eater being the best song. That's obvious. Um, mm-hmm. But if you want to be objectively correct, you can tweet at us and we'll absolve you and agree with you. So let's open the floor up let's see we got one let's do it from friend of the show weed lord vegeta at weed lord vegeta says hello to my slapping friends i would like to submit my first ever ancillary slappers tracks one four and six off snake eater the first bite an album included as a pre-order bonus for mgs3 in japan how do tracks one and six compare to snake eater original for you now i listened to tracks one and six of uh first bite did you Uh, i forgot to that's okay. That's why I did it. Um, and uh, Weed Lord, my friend, I agree that they're very good. I don't think they're better than the original. Um, the I I think track one was like pretty pretty good as a as a thing to shake it up. I didn't like it uh, anywhere near as much as I liked track six. Track six rules. It's like puts a completely different energy on it. It's uh, sung by a male vocalist, um, which oh. also completely changes the energy of it in a really weird way. And it's in Japanese, which is fun. So it's just like a completely different song with the same melody. Um, but we get we get Weed Lord's opinion that says, My personal take is that Snake Eater Original is perfectly crafted for the game, but I like both of the others as musical compositions more. Mm, I don't know about that, but you are correct. So congratulations on being correct. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm listening to track six in the background right now, like very quietly to mm-hmm. myself. I like it. It's I don't good. think like it's it's good, but it's not. It's, Snake good, as it's, the thing. it's good as its own thing. Yeah, it feels he doesn't more need like to like replace Snake Eater. No, no, no. Can you can't fix you can't fix Snake Eater. Yeah, but I think it's you can't, good you, as its you own. You can't uneat that snake. <laughs> that snake is in there. Um, I think it's good. It's like a cover of Snake Eater to me, but it's a good cover of Snake Eater. Yeah, like the Smash Bros. version of it. Like the Smash Bros. version. Um, here is another one from at Argyle underscore Funk, a pot of greed, and like a podcast co-host, Argyle says fingers in a lot of pies. So, aside from the title track, there's a few that really stick out to me. Number one, uh, Old Metal Gear. Uh, that's the song that plays in the cutscene where you talk to Granin. Old Metal Gear. It's a fun way to sneak the MGS theme into the game, and it's got this great lounge feel that I love. That was almost I, on my list. 
Yeah, I, I know. I really, I, I loved it. It's, I it's, love it's such a good track. When Snake looks at Grandin and he says that Shagohad has something, that the ultimate weapon needs something that, that Shagohad doesn't have. And then Snake looks at his shoes and says, what are those? Yeah. <laughs> what are, yeah. what are those? What if it had, what if it had big, sexy robot feet? What if it had the sexiest uh, legs? What if it um, had a pair of Tim's? Number two, uh, Sailor, one of the secret healing radio songs, similar to Old Metal Gear. It's uh, all the healing radio songs are good. I also love Surfing Guitar and Salty Catfish. Uh, you're especially correct because we got that on our, our slappers list. Confirmed. And number three is uh, the song that plays in caution mode, which is from the gameplay. Perfectly nailed the mood for creeping through the jungle, narrowly avoiding guards on the lookout for you. Hell yeah. Two, yeah. two out of three on the list. So good yeah. job, Argyle, for aligning yeah, your taste yeah. with ours. Yeah, it's it's just like, it's just... Uh, they great Harry Grace Williams and Norhiko Hibino did such a good job in this game. They were on one. Did you? Know, I like um, apparently that uh, that Harry Gregson Williams said, "I'm not composing uh, any more music if you're setting it on an oil rig." Um, uh, put put your game in the jungle, and Kojima already knew that it was going to be set in the famous Russian jungles, but he was like, "For you, we'll set it in the jungle." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's Kojima's trick. Kojima's trick. Um, that doesn't involve weird cruelty towards women for no reason. Huh. Huh. I'm thinking about it. Huh. So, uh, do you have any... I guess we're done. Uh, slap yeah. is only G- number... Good track, episode, good game. Episode three, our, our, our king of the slaps, I don't actually... The slapper of all slappers is Snake Eater, um, which was obvious when you when you clicked on the episode in your, in your playlist and you said, oh, they're doing Snake Eater, I know which one wins. Yeah, it's in the title. It's in the title. Um, shall we, before we wrap things up, shall you inform me of what our next album is going to be, our next game? I shall. So, okay, my, my my twisted mind, at first I was like, I know the bit is over, but what if I did pick a four game? Oh, God. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Don't worry. <laughs> I, could, I, could, I could have. Like, I, I was originally thinking, like, I could do my favorite Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy Four, but I don't think mm. you played that one. I definitely haven't. Okay, that's okay. Um, and, and I was thinking more, I, and I had some other ideas that I was thinking around, but I was thought about it and I was like, Final Fantasy does have some good music, though. It does have some really good music. So let's take Final Fantasy IV, and we're going to add eleven to that. So okay. next time, we're going to talk about Final Fantasy XV. Oh my god, that's one of the two I've played. I know! Yeah! I picked it because I know that you played it, and I like it more than seven. You like seven it more is, than... Seven is fine. That's... Liking Final Fantasy fifteen more than Final Fantasy seven is one of the hottest takes I've ever heard in my life. But I, I'm, I'm very brave. You're very brave, and you're also, you're. I'm not gonna say you're correct because I don't know how I feel about the take because I've never beaten Final Fantasy seven. But I like it just as a thing to say to people. It, and it, I think it, 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 it really mixes it up. You know, it, it gets the it's crowd a, going. It's just a road trip with the boys. Is the thing. It's just a road trip with the boys, and you will cry at the end. I promise. What if there was a game about hanging out with the boys? And unfortunately, this means I will not be able to play the game before the next episode because it's a billion hours long. Yeah, it is quite a long game. But I know that since you played it, you can at least listen and and it takes you back to where you were. I'll reminisce about the time that Gladio advertised cup noodles at me. For, I for love I love when God my favorite freaking side quest in that game is when Gladio wants to make really good cup noodles and he's like well I want either shrimp or really good beef in it so you're either gonna kill a forty foot tall shrimp or you're gonna or kill a behemoth. We can't talk about this now. We can't. We can't. No. Yeah. Can't. Cut that out. We'll talk All about right. it in the actual game next next week. Final Fantasy or next episode. Final Fantasy fifteen.
Let's do it. We're going to do it. Let's do it. All right. Um, thank you all very much for listening to episode three of Slappers Only. Um, we're done with our stupid number g- game that Max made me do. Um, yep. Our friendship is preserved because I was going to get really mad if he picked a four game because Wind Waker is not Spirit Tracks 1. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, bit, the bit is over. I am I'm now absolved of any guilt. Yes. Uh, you can find our Twitter at Slappers Only Pod. I'm working on getting a URL for the show. I think it might be working, so I'll figure that nice. out soon. Um, you can find me at Twitter at twitter.com slash bradipusrex. You can find Max on Twitter at twitter.com slash maxibajillion. Tell us about your podcasts. Hey, yeah, you can find one of my shows, Pot of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. Uh, that's at twitter.com slash podofgreedcast. You can find my other show, Wow Cool Robot, a show about Gundam, where I just watch all of Gundam with my friends. And that's on twitter.com slash wowcoolpodcast. You can find my two other podcasts, because I got two of them. Uh, one of them is called Jurgenit. It's about the world's worst TV show that I hate, The Secret Life of the American Teenager. I do it with my brother. You can find that at Jurgenit, Jurgencast. Wait, that's not what it's called. You can find that's it at secretlifepod.com. <laughs> um, my other podcast, if you like the Yakuza series of games, which I do, um, you which can listen to all... Like a Podcast, a.k.a. Podcast Gagotoku. It's called both of those things because we, we couldn't pick one title. Um, you can find that one at yakuzapod.com. We're starting. We're we're sort of in the middle of our Yakuza One playthrough. Um, I'm playing the PS2 version, and it's a it's a real adventure. It's a real experience. <laughs> yeah. What if a character said fuck a lot, and then it what was every character? Every character said fuck. What if all every the time? character said fuck on average once per sentence, sometimes twice? And one of those characters was Mark Hamill. <laughs> one of those characters is Mark Hamill. They said that they really said at Sega. They said if if they don't say fuck once per sentence, our American. Uh, audience is not gonna buy this video we, we, we will not fund this game that was Sorry, what they put they put that in the trailer they were like an epic uh yakuza story unravel the conspiracy uh new graphics and open world to explore characters say fuck once per sentence yeah anyways it was what 2004 that cell 2004 games. yeah <laughs> the the climate was very different back then it was 9-11 was three years ago and people had to say fuck <laughs> it was still a fresh wound <laughs> Okay. This, this is the second time in this podcast three episodes that we've talked about 9-11. It's, I mean, we're doing games that came out much closer to 9-11 than we are now. Final Fantasy and I also, 15 I also be- realized, though, um, the first three games were like, one was GameCube exclusive, one was mm-hmm. PS2 exclusive, one was Xbox exclusive. Whoa! Yeah! Whoa! I can't wait for us to talk about Final Fantasy 15 and unravel the, uh, the 9-11 connection that that game has. If you think about it, the destruction of uh, whatever that city was called, I can't remember the the name, the Venice one, is kind of like the 9-11 of the Final Fantasy XV universe. Damn. Leviathan was... uh, Leviathan? No, I'm not even going to try. Osama... Leviathan was funded by Saudi Arabia. (laughs) Everyone everyone played Party in the USA after Leviathan was killed. (laughs) God! All right, we need to stop. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank have you all good, very much Have a for good listening. day. Be safe. Brush your teeth. When you wake up and when you go to bed and after, if you drink a soda, do that too. Yes. And and as we always say, ask not for whom the track slaps. It slaps for thee. Peach. Princess Peach. I <laughs> need Inochi karete mo Watashi wa 
Hey! 